Hey, everybody, you're listening to Top Quartile, where we bring you stories from the front lines of growth in community-focused financial services. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dan Marks, the president of Infusion. I'm really excited to have Stephanie DeHenny, who runs marketing for Cape Cod 5 on the show today. So Stephanie, welcome. Thank you, Dan. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. So to get started, tell us a little more about your role there and your background at the bank. So I serve as executive vice president and chief marketing officer at Cape Cod 5. We're a community bank with $5 billion in assets headquartered, as the name suggests, on Cape Cod. And we serve all of, basically all of Southeastern Massachusetts and continuing to grow. So as for my background, I've been in banking and financial services for 11 years now, which I had to do the math and shocked me a little bit, and have been with Cape Cod 5 for six years. I first joined in a role focused on digital marketing and took on my existing role in 2018 as CMO. And so in my role, I currently oversee a team that's responsible for advertising, customer communications, and internal employee communications, PR events, design, and financial know-how, which is how we refer to kind of our financial literacy, education, and and wellness initiatives bank-wide. So what did you do before banking? I went to school. I got involved in banking right out of right out of college. And as a first job, I had an internship at a worldwide technology company. When I graduated from undergraduate, I was like, let's see what's out there. And I ended up finding a bank actually in Boston. Had a great experience there for five years where I got to be involved in a lot of initiatives from rebranding the organization to redesigning and launching their website, upgrading their online and mobile banking. So really cut my teeth both in financial services and in marketing and sort of together bank marketing and found that I really I loved the industry. There was so much to learn and so much to do. And yeah, I was with them for five years before joining Cape Cod 5. So what's maybe one fascinating fact that most people don't know about Stephanie? Oh, man. Okay, that's <laughs> a hard one. I hope that's the hardest question you ask me today. Um, 100%. It's a tough one because I'm I'm a very less than fascinating person. I wish I could say like I was secretly a juggler or something like that. But truth be told, my life right now in this chapter is defined by probably a different kind of juggling, uh, being a mom to two young kids, which is some, something that people know about me. And that's number one, uh, most important job and something that I'm very proud of, but also, you know, equally being dedicated to my own career and continued learning and development while helping others kind of around me as much as I can and and really the joy that I get out of the balance of all that. So totally lame answer. Maybe we'll come back to it if I think of something fascinating. No, being a mom and a great mom is a super important role. And like you said, it takes a ton of time and attention to do it well. So that's a great answer. Not a lame one at all. So tell us about what's growth been like recently uh, there at Cape Cod 5. Yeah, so we as a bank, Cape Cod 5, has experienced significant growth over the past few years, both from a balance sheet standpoint and by other strategic measures. And obviously, everyone's been, been dealing with the pandemic over the past few years. But during that, you know, we found opportunities for growth and for serving customers in our community. So as an example, one driver during that period was through being a PPP lender, and obviously a lot of community banks stepped up during that time, but we were really able to be a leader um, in PPP loans in our area, helping more businesses than any other community bank in our community specifically. And I think we actually ranked ninth in the state of Massachusetts in overall number of PPP loans. So obviously meaningful there. That helped us establish new relationships and grow existing relationships, particularly with businesses during a time where we could help be a little bit of a lifeline 
And we continue to focus on growing those core relationships and deposits, both on the consumer side and with businesses. We're also the number one mortgage lender on the Cape and Islands as well. So that's a position that we continue to defend and work towards. From a geographic standpoint, we're continuing to expand into new areas um, where our teams have already been working with customers. But from a physical standpoint, actually, just yesterday, we celebrated the groundbreaking of a new location in Plymouth, Massachusetts, uh, which will be a full service banking center for us and will also be the base for many of our employees already in the area. So wealth management, residential and consumer lending, business banking, kind of a space for all of that, as well as a space to help us continue to carry out our financial education initiatives and other community events. So uh, we're excited about that. And then we've also experienced some growth in terms of our employee base, but really most of our focus has been on elevating the work that our employees do, creating efficiencies through technology and automation, things of that nature to allow our, our employees to focus on meaningful relationship building with customers to support us as we continue to grow in a measured and, and strategic way. Fantastic. So you talked about your some of your digital background. How is your marketing leadership approach inform and support that growth you're talking about? There's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. And um, the the <laughs> bank marketing is very fun and exciting, as I always say. And <laughs> I'm a lot of fun at parties when I talk about it. No, it's <laughs> no, so, uh, I mean, the role of marketing at Cape Cod 5 really is to, su to support and amplify the work being done around the organization. By We have 550 employees. So everything that they're doing in their role at the bank. So whether that's connecting customers with products and services that can fit their needs, helping them meet their goals, sharing our community engagement efforts, which is so important, obviously, as a community bank that's sort of ingrained in who we are and what we do, and then spotlighting the work of all of our employees, both internally through their roles at the bank, but also in their community roles as well, whether it's volunteerism or serving on boards, things like that. And really, I view our job as telling the story of our brand, again, who we are, what we do, what we stand for, so that people and businesses want to choose us as their trusted financial partner. And that, that's really what we look to do. And so from a marketing standpoint, you know, as we have been developing the skills, because we do, it, it's often shocking when we tell people, but we do most all functions of marketing. We handle internally. We don't have a full service agency. And we find that that allows a greater connection with the bank, with our story, with our brand, and a focus on that and how to best communicate all of our internal knowledge and skills and experience to customers through all the platforms available to us. So whether that's social media, digital advertising, direct communications, print advertising, believe it or not, is still really big in our area. So all the different ways that we can get our message out there to the appropriate audiences at the right time. I guess as I think about this question, one one important initiative for us recently, and Dan, you and I have talked about this and we've heard it from so many other banks too, is leveraging data, the vast amount of data that we have about customers to help inform our efforts really from a targeted standpoint to enhance the customer's experience with us to help us, again, establish and grow relationships and that are really based on specific needs and circumstances and how the bank can serve those and we feel like it's that really that personal experience that we can provide at all touch points that is what helps us set us aside from others and is really kind of the Cape Cod Five way. And so taking, again, all that experience, expertise of our employees that they do each and every day in their role as trusted advisors to our customers and 
making that accessible, you know, through messaging, which is, I think, one of the superpowers of marketing is, you know, taking just all the institutional knowledge and conveying that in a way that it builds trust with customers and also um, instills the message that we're sort of here for them on their financial journey. And again, it's like, yeah, we're doing so much great work, both individually and as an organization, amplifying that as we continue to grow. And it's about, at the end of the day, you know, we define our mission simply put as enriching lives. And we see that as how we support kind of the financial well-being and goals of all of our customers and communities on their individual life journeys and, and how Cape Cod 5 can play a part in that. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that's so important in today's day and age. So with that mission, talk a little bit more about that financial wellness emphasis and how are you strategically building brand and you know, building those customers for life. Mm, sure. And, and thank you for asking that because it is something that I'm particularly passionate about. And as I mentioned, we we often call it financial know-how, you know, kind of breaking it down. And everyone's at a different point in their life journey. You know, having a, a trusted financial partner can be so important at all those milestones and different phases of your life. And our goal is to be that financial partner for our customers that they can turn to for objective advice that's in their best interest. And this, again, is what our employees do each day when they work directly with our customers. And our goal is to really expand access to financial know-how and financial education, financial literacy, whatever it may be, so that customers can turn to us, for example, to learn more about what they should do when they're starting you know, the process of looking to purchase their first home or some tips that may resonate to folks just starting out on their own, planning their their long-term financial future, the importance of budgeting, all the way up to preparing for retirement and getting your affairs in order there, and all the phases in between throughout life. And we do consider it a journey, and, and we want to sort of be that source of credible, objective information that people can avail themselves of when they need it, regardless of where they are and, and what their circumstances may be. And we offer that advice sort of when people need it, wherever they are. And that can be, again, digitally in person. And we know that when that happens, a relationship is sort of organically built. So it's more than just products or services to us. It's really focused on the financial well-being of all we serve. We talked recently. I know one of your colleagues was on a panel at the ABA conference that I facilitated. How does that focus inform your payments approach and what you're doing related to overdraft and NSF? Sure. And I'll kind of break those down separately, specifically related to, to overdraft and NSF, since I know this is a hot topic among banks right now. We did, um, as of June of this year, completely eliminate all overdraft fees for both consumers and businesses. So all fees associated with that. We had always been well below peers in terms of overdraft fee income and recognizing that even our limited overdraft fees were really negatively impact the financial well, well-being of customers and in keeping with our values and again, our mission, it was a natural step for us to completely eliminate, excuse me, those fees that are associated with overdrafts. Received obviously an overwhelmingly positive response from customers and community members and not just those that were impacted by them, but kind of what that means in terms of us taking that step to be more accessible to those in our community. So that was really important to us. At the same time as well, we also introduced the bank on checking account. And again, that's part of our uh, mission to be able to offer accessible banking products geared toward those who may typically fall outside of the banked community. And so making sure that they can avail themselves of those products. So that's you know, what we're doing and sort of the why on the overdraft side. And then as it relates to payments, 
Yeah, we have a, a colleague here who um, is sort of nationally known for his efforts in the payment space across the board. But it, it really, it's about offering convenient and safe payment platforms and options for our customers, both on the personal and business side. So we were among one of the first community banks to offer our customers Zelle, obviously P2P payment systems. And also, you know, we've been talking about real-time payments and what that will mean in other, other services, really convenient services that can help our customers relative to payments. That's a great example of your mission and brand really informing key strategic decisions. Awesome. So Stephanie, you talked a lot about this connectivity, how the data drives the brand and the mission and how that then informs tactics and all that kind of stuff. What are some of the, maybe the key takeaways or things you've learned over the years that may be relevant for other community banks who are seeking to build you know, a really distinct and relevant brand? I'd say first and foremost, as a community bank, be authentic. Say what you mean and do what you say. I think that is so important. And we've seen that over and over. Communicate that message of what you stand for, you know, who you are, what you do clearly and consistently in all of your interactions with your customers, community members, any other stakeholders you may have. And as a community bank, we know that, you know, resources can sometimes be constrained. So figure out what your strengths are and play to those strengths because it's hard to be everything to everyone, but it can certainly make a meaningful difference. And that really is is the role of community banks in terms of serving our communities. And then, of course, the importance of reputation and all of that and that association with the brand. Uh, when people think of you, what do they think of? And kind of answering that question and conveying that consistently in all engagements. Very well said. So if you could go back in time and sit down with yourself, you know, as you were finishing up college and considering a career in financial services, what advice would you share based on everything you know today? Would you still make that decision? I would. Uh, no regrets. For sure. Yeah, no, no, I absolutely would. And I, I consider myself a lifelong learner, so I'm still learning so much. And it's been a great journey and one that I continue to be on. But in terms of going back, so advice I'd give myself, I'd say, don't be afraid to take chances and believe in yourself. Don't let the fear of failure hold you back. It, it kind of took me a long time to realize that I didn't have to be the best at everything in order to still jump in and, and try to make a difference and play a part. So yeah, I think that would be the biggest one, kind of believing in myself and taking chances because failure is often one of the ways that you learn learn the most and it can push you forward. So. Very well said. Any final thoughts as we wrap up? No, thank you so much for having me and have been listening to your podcast and you've had some great guests. So I hope I did it justice, but appreciate uh, the thoughtful conversation as always. Thank you for making the time. Great to get your perspective. You're doing some neat things there at Cape Cod 5 and really great to dive on the show. Awesome. Thanks so much. That's it for today on Top Quartile. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to Top Quartile wherever you find podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, we'd really appreciate a five-star rating. And if you're interested in getting an opportunity assessment, head over to infusionmarketinggroup.com to learn more. Thanks for listening.